2: Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, sucker punched by a ghost. And if it wasn't a ghost, what was it?
3: This is Real
1: Ghost Stories
3: Online.
2: Yeah, I think if I was struck by something, I'd want to know what it was. It'd be very, very troubling if it was a ghost and you really couldn't uh, attach it to a human or an object or something of that nature.
4: Yeah, that's one of the things that I've never really had happen to me in all my years of investigating. Like, I've never been... Really, I, I may have been touched, but I've never been like hurt in any way, shape, or form. I don't know how I would respond to that.
2: Well, I think it's scary with some of these stories, uh, like one we had just recently talked about, where uh, the house was in disarray, a TV was pushed over, knives were all over. I mean, if these things can do physical acts of that nature, one would think that it could also physically harm us too. Yes. Yeah, but we don't really hear many stories like that. Maybe because every time it happens. The people are dead.
4: (laughs) Exactly.
2: Let's go to this one. It says, love the show. I do have a real ghost story to share. It's not as crazy as many of the stories I've heard on your entertaining program here, but it's real. Let me start somewhere else first. However, Tony, I believe you and I are somewhat kindred spirits like you. My default setting has always been set to a slight medium creep level. I like reading the grave. I like reading in graveyards and listening to eerie ambient music in the background while I work or sleep. Yeah, I do that too. I've always been drawn to the supernatural. I have an, intent, an interest in most things considered paranormal, like aliens, Loch Ness, Sasquatch, etc. But ghosts have always been my main interest. I suppose it's because with the exception of the possibility of alien life, ghosts always seem the most believable to me. Despite my fascination, however, I've always been a skeptic, first, who wants to believe but has a hard time doing so. As many of your listeners have stated in their stories, my encounter changed my perception of things, but I remain a skeptic to a large degree. I now believe that there are indeed forces or entities that exist that we do not understand. I truly believe that, in fact, I know it to be true. But when I hear some of your stories your listeners share, in my mind, I can't help but call bullshit (laughs) bullshit. I don't mean to belittle anyone, and I'm not trying to be a bully by saying this. It's just that, given my own experiences, which seem fairly tame compared to some, I don't see how all these things can constantly be going on. Years ago, I was with a friend and our respective girlfriends. We were checking out an abandoned hospital that had closed a few years before. There was a wing that housed the mentally ill back when it was open, and the place was rumored to be haunted. Of course, that was like catnip to me, so I talked everyone into going one night. Our girlfriends wouldn't go in, so it was just my buddy and me. It's dark and spooky, but to be honest, I was more worried about crackheads. We explored for a while. There wasn't much of anything, a few chairs, some tables, and some trash and debris. Besides that, the place was empty. To try and freak ourselves out as a bit of a dare, we split up and explored separately. I felt as if I were being watched, but I was in a creepy, old, closed-down hospital at night, so I figured it's par for the course. Other than the sensation of being watched, there was nothing I could describe as a supernatural phenomenon. Then, about ten minutes into my solo exploration, I walked into a large common room or something. Upon entering the room, I was immediately aware of someone else in the room. I couldn't see anyone. I shined my light all over the room and nothing, but I could hear someone. Not someone talking or breathing or making loud footsteps, but just the normal, nondescript sounds the person makes while moving about. I could sense another person, but my light revealed nothing. I'd have thought I would have had been terrified, but I wasn't. My mind, being a loyal and staunch follower of logic and science and the world as we know it, it didn't allow me to jump to ghost. I was confused more than anything. It was like I refused to believe there was no one there with me. The sounds this entity was making were so mundane that it was like being in a room with a co-worker or family member who was just going about their business. And then, I guess there were footsteps. Can't even remember, but this thing, whatever it was, started walking right towards me. I could hear it, sense it, reflexively. I moved out of the way, and that's when I got hit in the face. Yep, the ghost socked me in the nose and mouth. My head flung back. There was numbness followed by pain. And... There was blood. My lip was cut, and while my nose wasn't broken, it too was bleeding. I just stood there for I don't know how long. My mind couldn't process what had just happened, I guess. I could still hear it moving around, and I hauled ass out of there. Well, that's my ghost story. This incident changed my life. I was a grown man who was afraid to sleep at night or to be left alone. Even today, so many years later, I'll freak myself out if I dwell on it. I just wanted to get your take on things. This thing punched me in the face, causing real physical damage. Is that something ghosts can do? And if they can do that, what's to stop them from pushing someone down the stairs, strangling them. This incident kind of scared me for life. I don't see how people can be haunted for years or see shadow men and go through the things they claim they have gone through and still function as sane, rational people. The skeptic in me says that much of what I hear is probably bogus, but given that what happened to me? How can I completely discount it? Maybe I just don't want to believe it all. You guys have pretty good heads on your shoulders. What do you think about all this? Sorry if I rambled on. Keep up the good work. The only reason I wrote this into you guys, you have provided a safe platform for folks like me to share and ask questions. Thanks for that. Well, not safe anymore. You're out of your fucking mind. That didn't happen. No. You got to be crazy. You're just crazy. That's it. Uh no, I don't know. I mean, I, I it is scary. That's something I do question. I, if it can do this, why couldn't it could do that?
4: You know, and and the skeptic and anybody would say, "Well, maybe it was dark, maybe you ran into something, blah blah blah." You know, that's that's the first place we go as human beings. We try to come up with another uh answer for it. Yeah. I mean, I I it can can you imagine the amount of energy it would take a <clears throat> a dead person, an energy, a ghost to hit somebody that hard that they would actually you know get like a nosebleed kind of thing? They were that that thing was either gathering energy for a long, long time, just that was their one shot to do something, or mm-hmm. it was you know almost superhuman.
2: It's scary. I don't know. Uh, we don't hear a lot of cases where people are physically harmed. A lot of times we hear about, you know, some scratches here and there. But if something physical happens, it's like a TV tipping over or, um, you know, uh, cabinet doors being open, dishes rattling, things of that nature. But to have it physically happen to you, it almost breaks a norm or a, a unsaid rule that we seem to have with the dead or the demons or ghosts or whatever it is Um, i would love to
4: ask the question like was was this person taunting was it was it trying to get some sort of response was it you know were they being kind of an asshole in this situation going in being cocky i mean that can all lead up to the outcome that you experience if you go in having some sort of um respect the outcome may have been different i would like to know if this person went in with a chip on their shoulder
2: that's true. I mean, negative kind of begets negative. Yeah. So if if that was kind of what was going into it, I, I, you, this certainly would increase your odds, I believe, of something you know more physical and dark happening to you. Right. Creepy, uh, creepy situation. Uh, one I would not want to repeat. And I get you. I I if, if I don't know how I would just kind of go on like they said day by day, being like, oh, you know, that happened and. I would, it would be one of those things that every day I would have some caution. Like, if that could happen, it could happen again, and what else could it do?
4: That's... and I, w- I wouldn't be mouthy around humans at all, at all anymore, either. I'd be scared of everybody.
2: I'd be done with all that, yeah. yeah. I um, Although I think I stopped doing that when I was a teenager, uh, because I remember, like, you know, flipping somebody off and then being followed for quite some time. And then we didn't have cell phones back then. It's like, well, I could very end up on a dead-end road and dead here, so I better uh, hope to God my 83 pontiac sunbird doesn't uh you know shit out on me uh (laughs) (laughs) which did end up happening driving to uh driving to oshkosh wisconsin smoke Uh. started coming through the uh the the air vents and pulled over to the side of the road and i ended up getting a ride by some guy that uh, he worked the side of his truck was lettered and it you know it looked like a legitimate business and all that Um, and he dropped me off at, uh, at the Callahan's, which was a restaurant at the time. (laughs) And, And their slogan was ironically, meet me at Callahan's. And there you go. And I had to have someone come get me and I had to use the payphone and all that to get someone to meet me at Callahan's. Uh, but that was the end of that car. It, uh, it didn't survive much longer. My dad ended up like filling it with whatever was, it was missing and it smoked all the way home and it literally died. Uh, right at the end of my parents' road, and it did not go oh. any further. Made it all the way there, like some 20-some miles, and then died at half a mile mark. Wow. Near a cemetery, by the way.
4: Oh, interesting.
2: When in they're asking, can you bury this car? And can we have it, you know, rest in peace? I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the end of that one. All right, that's going to wrap up uh, this story of uh, Real Ghost Stories Online. Press subscribe so you don't miss any of our stories. Uh, and uh, episodes and conversations get to advanced access and commercial free access when you sign up through Apple Podcasts. You can try it for three days free right now. If you're not on Apple Podcast, there's patreon.com real ghost stories or ghostpodcast.com Until next time, for Todd and I'm Tony, thanks for listening to
0: Real Ghost Stories Online.